Uh, this is rough. I know this your is- ageist self isn't going to take Vilas Jones. This is terrible podcast. <laughs> Yo, 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 what up, dogs? And welcome to episode number 79 of the Fantasy Football Dogs podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Panter, and as always, I'm here with my pal in real life and my foe in fantasy, Nathan Nate Dog McDonald. Training camp is here. And back again, our first guest and now our second guest, it's Mr. Josh Walker of Going for Two and going for two i think yes josh walker what's up everybody i'm sorry to all the russell gauge stands out there it's a rough day (laughs) yeah no that i was literally in the middle of trade talks for somebody i was going to give away russell gauge and then they just fell through after the julio jones signing uh and also chris godwin apparently looks like he he might be ready for week one so yeah russell gauge definitely gonna take a little bit of a hit from where he was valued but yeah uh we got a little bit of news to cover but uh this episode is going to be a first of all it's our very last dynasty centric episode of the season we're going to be transitioning to redraft after this but we're going to close it out with a bang with a dynasty super flex mock draft uh the three of us are in it uh, the rest of it is the computer, so we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're we're gonna do our best going against the computer and ourselves. I'm gonna be drafting at the 102. Nate is gonna be drafting at the 108, and Josh is gonna be at the 112 at the turn there. So a little bit different positions throughout the draft. Uh, but we got some news to cover. Nate, I know you you got some of that written down. So uh, what we got in the way of news? Yes, for the news segment, uh, breaking today, DK Metcalf just resigned with the Seahawks, a three-year, $72 million deal. So he got paid, and he's not going anywhere. So hopefully they get a new quarterback in next year's draft. Uh, next up, uh, another wide receiver signing is Julio Jones going to the Bucks, And it looks like quite a bit of his money is actually guaranteed. So I don't – you know, I foresee him sticking around. And, um, yeah, that's why – we're, we're burying Russell Gage here because he's probably wide receiver four on the depth chart at this point. Um, uh, next up, uh, Demo Samuel's doing a hold-in right now, but things are looking optimistic uh, for them to sign. I wouldn't be surprised if that deal comes through any day now. Uh, so, unfortunate news, Chris Carson retired due to a neck injury. Um, they said uh, Pete Carroll was saying that they every checkpoint they had, it's just he wasn't getting better, wasn't getting better. So, finally made the decision to walk away. It sucks for him, but um, – yeah, he, he was awesome to watch well. He was in the league because he uh, very powerful bulldozing running back. So speaking of which, Leonard Fournette is maybe not quite as um, uh, powerful or as big anyway now because it says he's back down to around 245 at training camp. So that's good news to hear. Probably bad news for Rashad White people who bought on the, on the high point, but um, st- still a good person to have on your team. Uh, also, uh, more sad news, unfortunately, John Mechie uh, said he was diagnosed with leukemia, uh, probably not going to be playing at all this year. So um, sucks for him that, you know, it's obviously more than football at that point. So just hope he can, you know, get through. He said it was like the most treatable kind. So hopefully he's able to uh, knock it out of the park and 
return full form next year. So, um, you know, wishes out to him and uh, look forward to seeing him back on the field at some point. And uh, Kyler Murray, there's a bunch of hoopla. We talked about his contract. Um, we didn't talk about the whole study hall con- uh, clause that has recently come to light of him having to study four hours a week minimum without any video game interference or watching TV or any of that. Uh, so, yeah, if they're putting it in uh, you know, writing, it must have been an issue for them. So, um, And then Murray's had some questionable quotes on that kind of thing in the past before. But Ian Rappaport just broke tonight that uh, the Cardinals have since removed the study hall clause from the contract. So I guess the public backlash was too much. Uh, both sides look back, them and Kyler Murray, so they have since removed it. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully this has been enough to, you know, fire Murray up and he doesn't need a clause to tell him to get in the room and, and study up. But, uh, yeah, just a very funny sequence of events going on there. Um, that's about it as far as like that kind of news goes uh, real quick on the pup list. Uh, this is training camp pup, so they can quickly come off, but, uh, Chris Godwin and Robert Woods are not on it. So that's good news for their injury recovery. Uh, players that are on it, uh, JK Dobbins, Gus Edwards, not good. Uh, Sterling Shepard, David Bell, uh, Jameson Williams, that's expected. Uh, Christian Watson had an off season, uh, knee surgery he said, uh, he was getting a little sore in the knee during um, OTAs and stuff and just finally decided to clean it up. Um, Hollywood Brown is on the non-football-related injury list, I think with a hamstring injury. Uh, Justin Ross, lower-end uh, guy, but uh, season-ending IR for him with the Chiefs. Um, and then Logan Thomas will start off on pup with a knee injury from ACL last year. So a lot of injured players, a lot of news to cover, but that's all I got. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was a little bit more than I thought we were getting into, but yeah, that's, that's everything that's happened for sure in the past week. Uh, just a couple of things I'll react to quickly. Um, obviously the Mechie news, very sad. You know, that was a divisive player for me and Nate in the rookie season. And, you know, unfortunately it sucks for, you know, it to, you know, you know, obviously we're, we're not going to find out until he's back on the field, which one of us uh, was right to be high on him. Uh, Nate being the high guy on him, but uh, but yeah, but see, the way I see it now, and I mean, not to belittle his situation in any way whatsoever, but at this point, if he doesn't succeed, I, I'm going to blame it on the cancer. And <laughs> the, from my point of view, he would have always succeeded otherwise. So you're never going to win now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that, that's very fair. But, uh, and then obviously with the Murray news, none of this for me affects dynasty or fantasy football at all. But, you know, there's people that are like going a little bit out of control with it, in my opinion, but uh, no, you know, I didn't, you actually just broke the news to me that they actually removed the clause. I had no idea. So that's, that's funny. Uh, so, you know, yeah, hopefully it's not as much of a situation, but it's just, if, for me, it doesn't really affect how I view them in the long term at all. But, uh, Josh, you want to react to any of that? I know there was a lot to, lot, lot to cover there, but, uh, you know, if you just want to touch on the points you are most interested in there. Yeah, just a few things. Uh, Kyler, he might benefit from watching film, especially after him and Cliff Kingsbury have pretty much bombed the second half of the year after week eight. So I maybe they needed that clause because one of them is not doing any film work, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, yeah, I don't, I'm not really boosting Julio Jones up much more than his ADP was. I mm-hmm. think it was kind of baked in there that he would sign somewhere pretty good. Um, yeah, Russell Gage is – you can draft him very late if you want to, but – that's really all I had to say on the big news. You know, prayers and thoughts to John Mechie. Hope he gets over that. <clears throat> yeah, uh, definitely. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, cool. Well, we touched on everything there, and we will dive into the episode here and get started on this mock draft. So we're going to have three minutes on the clock here. Hopefully, we aren't going to take up all of our time for every pick. Um, uh, gentlemen, have we decided on any strategies going into this that we're doing? Like anybody doing, you're just, you're going to like figure it out as, as, as you go. I typically kind of just go with the flow. Um, I have, you know, kind of base strategies I typically go with, but, uh, you know, you also got to take value when it's there. So um, I'm in, you know, I'm at the eight spot. So going in, I'm assuming that I'm either going to get a, one of the top skill position guys or, um, you know, one of the quarterbacks. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Being at the 12, I'm going to shoot for upside. So hopefully I can get some two hopeful RB one upside picks, round one and two, you know, maybe a Swift and Saquon or something like that, and then deal with quarterback and draft wide receivers late. That's how I like to do it usually. All right. Nice, nice. Well, we'll, we'll get into it here. You're drafting Saquon in the second. You're quite high on him. I thought I was high on him, but that's 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 quiet. But let's see what happens here. We're going to start the draft. I'm at the two spot, so I will be the first one on the clock. Oh no, how do we make the computer? The, the, the 101 is Josh Allen. The computer is taking Josh okay, Allen. Okay, there it is. Yes, there it is. 101 Josh Allen. That sucks because that's who I would want, but that does make it an easy decision for me at two. I'm going to go Mr. Patrick Mahomes at the two. So we are going. Good pick. Oh man. All right. So the guy I really wanted to fall to me. I wanted to get either Jonathan Taylor or Jamar Chase, but they went uh, three and five. Justin Herbert went four, Justin Jefferson six, and Joe Burrow seven. So uh, uh, this puts me in a bind right here. This is why we had the three-minute class. Yeah, so who are you considering? It's not going to take me no three minutes. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> uh, I am going to – since my top two dynasty wide receivers have gone, I'll take my RB2 in dynasty, and that's Najee Harris. Oh, wow. Wow. So we had Dak, oh, man. Dak, Lamar, and Kyler all go. Takes off what most people consider the top tier QBs. So what are you looking at doing, Mr. Josh? I mean, Christmas came early to me if you listen to the last podcast. Uh, Christian McCaffrey sitting right there at pick 12. So I'm going to go and smash that. And okay. I don't even have to take a shot on Saquon. I'm also going to grab DeAndre Swift and get two stud running backs. So I don't really have to worry about it too much for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I like that start for sure. So we had Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews, and Cooper Cup go off the board. And now we're back at Nate's spot. He got Najee Harris at the 108. What's he going to do with the 2 5? Now, you see, I'm very disappointed because. <laughs> I held out hope that Kyle Pitts would fall to my 205, but I expected Andrews to fall, and he did not. So, and Cooper Cup went, which he's uh, – that, that hurts. But, however, uh, a guy that I was targeting and is still left, my quarterback one is going to be Deshaun Watson. I will take him here at the 205. Hey, team, right. 10, team 10 stacked Lamar and Andrews. That's probably why they got him. Oh, uh, yeah. Very, this, the computer is – playing 40 chess over here oh i see what you're saying yeah they, they got the stack all right so back to me here um so the the picks following my pick 
whereas uh, Javante Williams at the 206, Jalen Hurts, C.D. Lamb, Brees Hall, I know you're disappointed about that, and Austin Eckler. And now you're up just high. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we'll cover, you know, in the first couple rounds, we'll cover the guys that went once we get down a little bit here. I think we have 18 rounds. We'll see if we get that far, but we probably won't be covering every person. But yes, yes, I did get sniped with the Brees Hall pick there. I probably would have taken Brees. My next favorite running back on my rankings is Joe Mixon. I was about to say. But I think I might do something interesting here. I don't, I'm not going to commit fully to zero RB right now, but I think I'm going to toy with it and see how far I can go before I just have to take the value. And uh, I'm going to take a quarterback that recently finally got declared that he's got the starting job. And it is Mr. Trey Lance. I'm going to go double quarterback here, not worry about quarterbacks for the rest of the draft. I got Patrick Mahomes and Trey Lance. Super happy about that. Nate hates the pick, but I'm excited <laughs> about it. Uh, actually, oh. yeah. Uh, real quick, as I'm looking at this next pick, what are your thoughts on Trey Lance? I don't, uh, Josh. I'd love to hear. You know, very divisive guy. There, are you? Are you? Do you consider yourself high on him? I mean, <clears throat> I think his athleticism and rushing upside gives him, especially as your second quarterback. I mean, he's got a slow release, so that could cause some problems. He's got some passing issues, but I think he can run so well on such a good running offense. I think he's going to have, you know, at least five or six rushing touchdowns. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think he's a top 12 dynasty. Nice. Yes, yes. He he's uh, he was at 13 in our in our episode. I'm probably bumped up to more like 11 at this spot just because he's secured that job and i'm starting to get excited and i don't have i don't want to have fun i have him at 12 on the dot nice nice yeah we're right right there nate has him down in like the 20s he's very very low he's he is 24 24 i point out, out jalen hurts last year he was not a very good passer but he still was very good in fantasy because of his rushing all right guys um i've stalled enough here the the tough decision for me right now is between Debo samuel and stefan diggs um, but because I have Trey Lance, I'm going to get the stack and go Debo Samuel. And, uh, that's going to have be how I make that decision. So, good start. Uh, so far, my goods, my start so far is Patrick Mahomes, Trey Lance, Debo Samuel, and Debo Samuel is my wide receiver for Nate has him a little bit lower, but still top 10, right? Nate. Uh, he's flirting. Let me check. He is number nine. Okay. Right, right, right. So lower than most, but still, you know, reasonably high. Uh, so, you know, Happy with that pick. Nate, you got Najee Harris. You got Deshaun Watson. What are you looking at doing next? Oof. So real quick, while you're thinking, I will say, uh, you know, with Deshaun, you actually just did this in a best ball draft uh, that we're in, but you got Deshaun at the turn at the, I think the 201 or maybe the 112 either way. And, um, you know, it's for me, that's just too, too early. I mean, you know, I know it's not so much the, the suspension, uh, it's just, you know, there's a couple of quarterbacks that I uh, have ranked a little bit higher that I think I might rather have Trey Lance, Russell Wilson. Uh, but, uh, but that being said, you know, you're definitely higher on him and you're, you're right. I mean, you know, once he's fully locked in and loaded, uh, he's, he's going to probably be a top five or six dynasty, uh, quarterback. So, yeah, every full year he's played, he's been top five and I, I don't get how people are taking Lance over him to be completely honest with you. I mean, he's. He's proven it. He's 26 years old. He is an elite passer as well as a runner. I don't get it, but, you know, it, it's how I get away with getting guys like that. Um, but uh, you did take him after me. That is one thing to point out. 
I here at the 308, I'm going to go ahead and snag my guy Cam Akers. He is my RB4 in Dynasty, so got to go ahead and lock down my guy here. I'm going to say on the Deshaun Watson point, I'd hesitate to draft him if you're trying to win now because I think even if he comes back, he's missed a lot of time. He's still going to be good. But if you're trying – I'd only get him if you're looking for the future, or me personally, because I just think there will be some rust there. I, I would say the same for Trey Lance, who hasn't played football in two years. <laughs> <laughs> but but both are good point. I mean, but and that is a good yeah. point. We can't just assume that he's going to step in and be the Deshaun Watson of old right away. But – uh, but we'll see. I mean, it's a point of contention there. But you are on the clock, Mr. Josh. You got Christian McCaffrey. You got DeAndre Swift, killer running back core. Where are you going next? Yeah, I was really hoping Matt Stafford might fall a little further. Uh, mm. So I think here I'm going to go, since it's Dynasty, I'm stuck between Waddle and Higgins. I like Waddle just a little bit more. So I'm going to go Jalen Waddle, and then I'm going to grab uh, – I want Saquon, but also need a quarterback. So I'm going to go Justin Fields since it's Dynasty. You do love Justin Fields. We talked about that on the last episode we were on. So get your guy there. I think that's a killer value for Fields. As I've seen him go in the second round. Uh, you might have been the person that – no, I think you took him – I got him at the turn – yeah, third. Yeah, yeah, that we're, we're, when we drafted. But, yeah, I've seen him go as early as the second, so get him at the 4-1 is a great value. Nate, you're back on the clock. I bet you're very happy that he took Jalen Waddle over T. Higgins. Am I right to guess that that's about to be your pick? Yeah, was it me pumping my fist and celebrating that gave it all? Away? <laughs> uh, yes, you're quite. I mean, you're 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 higher than most on Higgins as well. I mean, where you had him at wide receiver four, right? Uh, five dynasty five. wide receiver five. five. Yep. So so very very high. Um. So yeah, I figured that would be who you're going here, unless you're gonna give us a curveball. Yeah, I mean, I, the rest of the guys after him, especially, it's like Drake London, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore. I mean. Um, I mean, T. Higgins is the wide receiver standing out here, plus uh, he's by far my highest rank. So, yeah, to snag him. I like it. It's, it's kind of weird hearing Drake London's name this early for someone who hasn't played it down yet with not a very good quarterback. But Look, man, I was telling this – to we, me and Nader in this draft in this best ball draft, and he went two rounds before the next rookie wide receiver. Like, for me, Traylon, Garrett Wilson, and even Olave are all in that same tier. Like, he is my yep. wide he is my wide receiver, too. I have Traylon number one. But, um, you know, I know he's a consensus wide receiver one, but he's just – there's so much hype on him, I'm not able to get get, in, get any shares. I have no. one share of him <laughs> I got in the rookie draft. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's tough, man. He's, he's got some hype on him for sure. Which I mean, He's going over yeah. Michael Pittman, which is kind of weird to me, too. Yes, and you spoke the name of the man that I'm about to draft. He is my wide receiver 12 in Dynasty. It is Michael Pittman, so I'm going to take him. So, so far I got Patrick Mahomes, Trey Lance, Debo Samuel, Michael Pittman. Um, Let's see. Let's look at the running backs here. Just want to point out, Josh was talking about taking Saquon Barkley in the second round, and he went at the 409. Yeah. But you had already taken two running backs, so. Yeah, I like McCaffrey and Swift a lot more. Just seeing the clips of Saquon actually healthy in the best shape, reportedly, yeah, of it, his career. Best I'm, shape of his life. He's going to crush <laughs> his ADP. He, there was a video of him catching that one-handed pass, and it was a thing of beauty, but I knew that the 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 hype 
the heat would be being turned up. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually high on Barkley too. I was targeting him in the last draft and got sniped. I also just got sniped because I was really dependent on getting Travis Etienne, who in our uh, episode with the last time Josh was here, I had as my top dog in Dynasty. Um, it's the fifth round. I know I said I was going to go zero RB, but at this point I am going to take uh, somebody – I don't have tons of sheriffs. I just just did get my first share, uh, but it's J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I just think uh, you know he still has tremendous upside. He's being devalued solely because of injury, not because of performance on the field. And I think he still has a real shot to be a perennial top twelve back in that offense. So J.K. Dobbins is going to be my first running back drafted in the fifth round. So uh, at the five two, Ken Walker went right after that. I know you're disappointed. Nate has a very sour face right now. If only you all could see. Uh, I'm, and Darren Waller went right before my pick. I got sniped on the last. Actually, no. There's one guy left in that tier, and I'll probably be getting him. But yeah, you have him ranked higher. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy about that. For some reason, I thought Hawkinson was already gone. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Hawkinson here at the 508. Um, this guy has balled out so far, even though he's so young, and I think he's only going to get better. So give me Hawk. I like it. All right. We had Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Mike Evans, and now we got our back-to-back picks coming from Mr. Josh. All right. I'm actually pretty happy with how my quarterback situation is about to turn out. I'm going to take Tua here as my second quarterback. Nice. I really was – I was expecting to go a little lower with the Mac Jones, Jameis Winston tier, but I'm very happy with that. Uh, <laughs> Those are two players Nate loves. <laughs> I, uh, love I have <laughs> Mac Jones ranked above both the quarterbacks you've yeah. taken so far. <laughs> well, I'm going for rushing upside here with the dynasty. Tua, don't really rush that much, but I think he has more weapons right now. And also, I have a, so many shares of Mac Jones already. I'm trying to switch it up. That's fair. Uh, this pick, I really like McLaurin. I think he's going to shine. But Leonard Fournette's still sitting there. And I'm not – I've been buying the dip on these weight reports that came out of, like a month after it had been, been originally reported. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've seen pictures recently. There's nothing to worry about. So, I'm going to keep drafting Leonard Fournette. Yeah, yeah. I think Nate just got him in the seventh or eighth in a draft. That that, that was a little bit different settings. But yeah, he's, uh, you know, definitely that was when the dip was still happening before, you know, it was kind of confirmed he's looking looking better. So, um, yeah. so yeah, yeah, definitely there was a dip, but it probably no longer is the case. So, uh, Nate, uh, Nate, you got Najee Harris, Deshaun Watson, Cam Akers, T. Higgins, T.J. Hawkinson. Where are you going next? Oh, man, there are a lot of good options still left here but i mean at wide receiver but wide receiver is so deep it is one of those positions you can kind of push back i'm going to go ahead and lock in my qb2 and it is going to be mr mac jones at the 605 yeah you're getting a lot of players you love you're getting a lot of your guys on this team um as am i uh so let's see we got (laughs) Two quarterbacks. Well, I don't know why I said that like Borat. As am I. Uh, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> you're drafting wife. players you like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. Oof. Weird strategy. I will say going, going, I didn't quite go zero RB, but waiting as long as I did at RB, I kind of am regretting not taking a tight end. Uh, I would have taken George Kittle last uh, go round, but he got sniped to pick before me. I'm going to stay away from the tight ends right now. 
uh, after, after that Hawkinson, you know, Waller tier for me, it kind of just drops off for a minute and I'm going to wait a couple rounds. Uh, I'm looking at the running backs. There's not a lot of guys I love, but there is one guy mm-hmm. that I think I have to pull the trigger on. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, I'm not too sure of him. I don't have a lot of real life shares, but uh, I think it'll be fun for this one, especially waiting as long as I did at RB and I'm going to AJ Dillon. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I, I honestly think they're going to be passing more to the running backs uh, in the Green Bay offense this year. Uh, typically is what happens when you lose uh, that many targets like Devontae Adams. And, yeah, he's actually catches a ton of passes out of the backfield despite his build. So I think he's probably going to get an uptick this year. Josiah, yeah. I do have a question for you. Uh, uh-huh. What made you pick A.J. Dillon over James Conner, who's a clear one there? Oh yeah, for me in Dynasty, man. Ooh, I, yeah, I'm not a uh, Dynasty. Fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay. like he's uh he's, uh, you know, obviously he's had injury issues in the past. He's 27. For me, once yep. guys are past 25, I just the way I draft, I'm very scared of running backs. Uh, as far as startup draft, if yeah. I have a win now team in the middle of the season, I'll trade for a guy like Connor. But the other thing about Connor that's I think important to point out is uh. He was very, very touchdown dependent. Like he only averaged like 3.7 yards last year. He wasn't a good rusher. He just got a lot of touchdowns, like an inordinate amount. Um, and I, I just, for me, an older running back that was really, really touchdown heavy that I think is going to regress this year. Not to mention there's a sleeper pick. Uh, I don't know if we even get to him in this draft, but Daryl Williams, uh, he performed really well for oh, the yeah. Chiefs last year and uh, he got signed there. And I think he's going to get a little bit more work than people are projecting. So uh, for me, James Conner, just not too big on him. In, in redraft, I'll, I'll feel a lot better about him, and I'll definitely be drafting him a little bit higher. But in Dynasty, I, I'm not getting a lot of Conner unless I'm going like full win win right this you know this season type. No, that makes perfect um, sense. But I'm taking too much time. I only got a little bit of time left on the clock. I'm really mad because I was going to take Devontae Smith, uh, and there was only two picks in between me, and he got sniped. But uh, instead, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Chris Olave. Um, feel really good about that. Got three really nice young receivers and uh, both of these guys are high on them. So I know they're upset that I took them, but so all the better. Uh, But Nate, you're back on the clock. Yeah. I would have loved to have uh, snagged him or had him fall to me there. Um, So yeah, I still, you know, I only have one receiver so far, so I'm looking at that position, but I'm also got to take value at running back. Honestly, nothing really stands out in the running back room right now. So uh, this one's tough. Uh, I'm going to need some, some music to tie me away. Honestly, and I, I'll kind of copy what I did in our best ball league because I really like the idea of having this Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson stack when it, when they actually start playing together. So I'm going to go ahead and take Amari Cooper. All right. I like it. Yeah. I think you took them in the same round in the, in the last draft we were in. So uh, consistency there from Nate, we got Mike Williams, Tom Brady and Rashad Bateman all going off the board. And now Josh is back on the clock. Uh, You got one receiver, three running backs, two quarterbacks. Where are you going next? Yeah. I just got sniped Rashad Bateman. Mm, Uh, Yeah. That's, I was really hoping he would fall to me. I have him wide receiver 21 in dynasty. I think he's in for a big year. Um, yeah, I think I have him at 23, so we're right there with each other for sure. 
how do that kind of shifts what I'm gonna do here? Actually, I'm gonna take since it's dynasty, I'm gonna go Amon Ra St. Brown. Nice. Mm. Love that. Sutton was the other one, but I'm not a very big Sutton fan at his price. Oh, uh, he really can't he really can't separate. Mm-hmm. Um so this one I'm between Dalton Schultz and Dallas Goddard. I'm very high on Jalen Hurts in that offense, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Dalton Schultz here. Less mouths to feed at this point. Very true. All yeah. right. So we had James Cook, Darnell Mooney, and Pat Fryermuth. Nate, you're on the clock. Yeah, real quick. I think that's a good um uh, a good pick, Dalton Schultz. I tossed and turned between him and Dallas Goddard. I edged toward mm-hmm. Goddard just because I think he's a little bit more, more athletic and can do more with the ball in his hand. So, like, long-term, I think he might be a bit better. But um, I would feel a lot better about Schultz if he had a long-term contract with the Cowboys. But I think he'll be great this year for sure. Yep. No, I agree. I think Goddard's better. I just – A.J. Brown's a target hog, so. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. And like you said, less mouths to feed. Yep. Oh, boy. This is tough. I just want to say, if everyone can look at Team 5 while Nate is thinking, Team 5 has, <laughs> has drafted six receivers and one tight end. They are going, like, zero everything except receivers. Zero <laughs> like, RB, zero QB. Just, that's incredible. Uh, I mean, I Kirk Cousins is sitting right there on the board, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they could, they could I'm pretty high on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I am too. Um, yeah. Let me pull up here and see what I got him. Probably shouldn't have mentioned that, my man. Is that who you're going to take now as your quarterback three? He's in the I mean, you don't want Clyde. If you got Deshaun Watson, that's that's a really good pick, actually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, it can fill in. Mac Jones and Kurt can fill in until Deshaun's there, and then you'll have, you know, your solid one and then two nice. Yeah, and I like, I like the, you know, Kevin O'Connell, like what they're going to do as far as bringing in – schemes and stuff from the Rams offense and also I think Dalvin Cook is probably in line for a really good year as far as a pass catcher too but um yeah Kirk Cousins yeah thank you for mentioning him I'm gonna take him here he's my third quarterback so I feel safe with that ah the the team five finally took Kenny Pickett so you probably did snipe them with uh Kirk Cousins so uh all right coming back to me I really don't love the value on running backs here. The computer's taking running backs faster than I want them to. Can you think <laughs> yeah, a QB1 is not ideal? Um, I'll tell you what. You said you're not high on him, but that's okay. Uh, for me, Court- Cortland Sutton is a big-time value when Jerry Judy is going like two or three rounds above him, and we don't even know who's going to be the-, the wide receiver one. I probably would bet on Judy also if their values were the same, but I just think that it's enough of uh, – question that you know i'll take that three rounds of value on russell wilson's number one receiver and let's not forget tyler lockett dk matcalf have been you know wide receiver ones together and you know other other receiver renditions in the past with uh with uh, with uh russ so um I, I think this is probably the most talented i mean uh, when you factor in everything fact uh, yeah definitely the most talented receiving core he's been with so i'm going to go ahead and get a share of that with Cortland sutton Let's see who 12 snipes me with. Oh, I was going to get Dallas Goddard. 12 is ki- – I mean, one is killing me, man. Team one is fucking my whole world up. Um, damn. Yeah, it took Josh Allen from the get-go. They were out for you. I know, <laughs> dude. I thought I could get Dallas Goddard. That sucks. All right. I mean, they got Goddard over a second running back. That seems like just out of spite, if you ask me. 
Yeah, for real, man. They 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 were coming at me, man. All right. Well, um Damn. All right. If y'all have any any nice topic while I'm <laughs> while I'm while I'm stalling here. I just got one person I'll be upset if you pick. Okay, okay. Uh I'm, I'm not that I want him, but that he's going before round 10. See, we got if you remember the last episode, you might be able to figure it out. All right. Now I'm trying to figure that out instead of pick my pick. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, honestly, your 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 boy I think I have to... sitting there. Yeah, I'm not gonna draft him right now. Um, I think I <laughs> I think I'm gonna just get a little bit of safety at the running back position, and there's always the chance that uh he gets a boom in value uh and it's gonna be kareem hunt it's a safe pick but my running backs aren't super solid so i think it's gonna just help me have a guy to to start every week if i need it so uh, kareem hunt there who was the guy you were not one of oh gabe davis yeah yeah that's yeah he he went the pick after me the pick after (laughs) me so all right nate you're back on the clock see i was thinking a player that josh would want to fall to him and not a player that he despises. Oh, I, see. I got my own one guy right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I really like the Kareem Hunt pick, getting him there at yeah. the 902. Uh, he's a guy who's like, when he's healthy, even with Chubb there, he's normally like a high-end RB2. And if Chubb's not there, he's an RB1. If he gets traded somewhere else, he's an RB1. So, um, good by- and he's only 26. So, uh, that even, he even falls good for an ageist like you, a running back ageist. Yeah, in the ninth <laughs> round, I'm I'm willing to pull the trigger, and he has less tread on him because he's had a full year suspended, and obviously been been the two to Chubb's one. So yeah, well, a guy that I was hoping would fall here does. So at the 908, I am happy to pick up Allen Robinson. Um, there's been nothing but the Rams singing his praises, and apparently the coaches love him. And I mean, they gave him 15 million dollars a year so he's going to be a big part of their offense as their wide receiver too so i, I like that value yeah that's a good pick uh so Ooh. the guy i wanted is still here so i'm gonna go brandon cooks i talked about in the episode mm-hmm. i was on for a value nice uh, yes he's very consistent top 20 finisher regardless of quarterback and that's top 20 wide receiver overall um oh man i got one more flex spot to fill I'm going to go Jahan Dotson. Nice. I misspoke on the last episode as I had him wide receiver two. I have him wide receiver three of the rookies behind Drake London and Olav is one. But I think he's – with Carson Wentz, I think him and McLaurin are both going to have really good years. That is very high. You're quite high on him. Yeah, I, th- I have him at, I think, at seven, and Nate has him at, like, 12. So, Nate's, like – Man, I think the big argument was Jahan, was Jahan Dotson versus uh, John Mechie for us, and now we obviously won't be able to yeah. see that play out to fruition, unfortunately. But, yeah, no, he's looked really good in, in some practice videos I've seen of Jahan Dotson. And, uh, you know, I'm not huge on Carson Wentz. That's my only hesitation. Yep. But, you know, obviously there's a big future ahead of him, hopefully not involving Carson Wentz. So. Well, I actually yeah. overlooked somebody. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Nate, you are back on the clock uh no real positions of need you got all your quarterbacks maybe a maybe a a running back three at this point uh but if not maybe another skill position but what are you looking at real quick uh, i just want to touch on there were three wide receivers taken in between uh like my last pick and your pick 
Um, so I'm just interested to know, would you have taken Hunter Renfro, Michael Thomas, or George Pickens over either of the guys you selected, Brandon Cooks or Jahan Dotson? Uh, maybe Dotson. Uh, I, would you take anyone over him, any of those three, Renfro, Thomas, or Pickens? Renfro. Okay, gotcha. Oh, wow. Yeah, Renfro. I think he's – I mean, him. I think he's really good. Nice. I would, I would have probably taken Pickens, but I, I like uh, Brandon Cooks for sure. And I would Pickens. have prob- probably taken Michael Thomas. Or- yeah, we're all snagging one. <laughs> I'm out on Michael Thomas. I don't think he's ever going to be the I made same. it too. Look, it's, it's your I'm Saints. A, it's your Saints. No virus. draft. It's I don't have any shares. It's your Saints bias. But, no, uh, Nate, you got a minute left on the clock, so you got an idea where you're going here? Yes, I do. I am getting Kadarius Tony here at the 10.05. Ooh. That's that's who I looked over. I would have taken over Dotson. If I had really looked through, I was too busy talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he looks, he looks amazing in camp. Like, yeah. The fact that he's healthy because there was yep. word that he was going to be starting off on the pub list, so he looks he looks good. So. I'll take yeah. it off. If I looked, I would have drafted him. Okay. Well, good, good news for me, Mr. JP. You mentioned Cole Komet. He's still here for me. I'm very high on Cole Komet. I'm happy to get him here in the, what, 10th round? Yeah, at the end of the 10th. That's beautiful. I'm honestly happy that I waited on tight end now. I just got to get a solid tight end, too, to fill that in. But I'm going to wait on doing that, and I'm going to go ahead – and get Mr. Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback three. Nice, safe, reliable option. I got Trey Lance, so I need a little bit of steadiness just in case Nate is right and Trey Lance is not good, which I don't think will happen. But you always <laughs> want to get a little bit of safety with the unknown there, so I'm happy to get uh, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I think that's a really good pick. So he's he's in the 11th round. is fantastic value. Um, and Matt Ryan went right after, so – It'd be a good one, too. Um, uh, You know, I'm looking to go running back here. It's rough. (laughs) It's not looking amazing. However, there's one guy that I've just heard nonstop good things about and that I have a very good feeling about. I like what I saw from him coming out. And Josiah won't like this pick, but I'm going to go ahead and snag my man, Mr. Brian Robinson. Uh, I thought you were going to say Algier and I was going to call you a homer. But no, you've been on the Brian Robinson train. So it would, it would either be him or Zeus at that spot. And I, yes. yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. I, you know, I don't love the pick, but I know you love the pick. So, you know, as a running back three, we'll see if that pays off for you this season. I mean, well, we won't see because this is a mock draft and it'll never exist. But, uh, you know, well, I own him in like three drafts. So we'll see one way. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'll, we'll see in some other leagues for sure. All right, Josh, you're back on the clock here in the 11th and 12th. Yeah, I was really hoping Ramondre Stevenson would fall here. There's reports that he's been playing with the first team over mm-hmm. Damian Harris. Yep. And they're saying he looks really good catching the ball. So I was hoping he would fall. But I'm going to get my RB29 in Dynasty, Rashad Penny. Nice. The disrespect he is seeing is just – I'm tired of it. He's really good. He's a league winner when he's healthy, and I think he's going to get a ton of carries. That's if he can stay healthy. When he's healthy is the big thing, yeah. And that, He's that healthy is, right uh, now and 237 yeah. pounds. That's Yeah, yeah, I know. He was very heralded. I mean, this is a guy that was drafted over Nick Chubb in the draft. 
uh, you know, he's a first round running back pick. So still has higher draft capital than Mr. Kenneth Walker, which Nate loves when I bring up, but, uh, but you know, I, I, I think he has a chance. It's just a matter if he stays healthy and obviously he's only been able to do that for like 20% of his games right now. So, uh, you know, hopefully he can, he can turn that, turn that, uh, tide, but, uh, so you got Rashad Penny and who was your other pick there? Uh, I went with Alan Lazard. Uh, his ADP, how late he's going, I think he's got a really good opportunity to just blow by that. He's a good wide receiver three, you know, a good flex play. And right now he's my fifth wide receiver, I think maybe sixth. So I think that's just really good value for a potential yeah, wide receiver one on a good offense. Looks like your fifth receiver for sure. So, so yeah, good, good depth there for sure. Where are you at, Nate? Back to you on the clock. You took Brian Robinson with your last pick. Is there anybody you're eyeballing now? Yeah, I wouldn't put too much stock into Penny's first rounder, considering Chris Carson has been starting over him for like three years now. So, <laughs> had that one in the chamber. Uh, <laughs> oh man, um, man, there's so many like receivers that i really like here i you know i have three running backs um and there's two running back spots but i only have four receivers and there's three receiver spots so i need a little bit of both here i'm gonna go with the guy that's connected to matt ryan i'm gonna go with mr alec pierce i've also heard a lot of good things about him uh, i liked what he saw it's not like you know put up any crazy years in college but he's an amazing athlete and i'm gonna pick the upside there very nice. I like that pick a lot. And um, the computer has not adjusted to the John Mechie news because he no. is going in the same round at the 1209. Yeah, no, definitely going going later now. We can attest to that, but uh, very sad. Um, all right. The value is are starting to get rough here. But because I have a not super locked in tight end, I'm going to get a get good solid tight end too. At least somebody I expect could be as good solid tight end too. And that's going to be Mr. Albert Okuwebenam. Uh, I think he has a real solid shot with Russ. Obviously, there's a plethora of options there. But of the guys left, Irv Smith, Hunter Henry, uh, and Joku, I'm a little bit excited about. But, yeah, it's just there's not many guys I have a lot of excitement about. So Okuwebenam's the last guy there. Going to take him. And uh, so short up my tight ends. Um, really, I could use another running back, but they're just so damn bad. Um there's some gems yeah um i'll take mr zeus i'm gonna take zamir white uh he's already got some injury stuff happening it's scary he's a man that's torn both acls and missed a lot of time due to injury but uh you know in the long term i still think he has a solid shot uh, there's one other guy I would consider taking there but he might fall to me in my next round so i'm not gonna say his name uh nate <laughs> what are you looking at here yeah, I I wouldn't be too worried about Zeus. He's kind of been a workhorse ever since he's come back from those injuries the past two years. So um, apparently it's nothing major. He'll be back on the field soon. But yeah, that's that, that would probably be the reason I took Brian Robinson over him. Um, see, after him, I am bummed. Team seven has sniped me for Robert Woods in the 13th round. That is excellent value. I really wanted to get him. I think, you know, me and Josiah have made a bet that he is going to score more points than Traylon Burks this year. So that'll be fun to see. But I have been sniped, so I will move on to Mr. Daryl Henderson. Uh, I've got Cam Akers, so I feel like that's good insurance policy. Uh, and he's on the last year of his deal with the Rams, so he could sign somewhere else and be a more prominent feature and more of a committee. 
Nice. Nice. Very good pick. I knew you were trying to get him in our last draft, which is part of the reason why I took him, but you know, you didn't, you tried to act like you weren't upset. Uh, now I know you were heartbroken and crying. Uh, I took Brian <laughs> Robinson over him. Uh, no, but all right, Josh, you're back on the clock here. Your last two picks were Rashad pinning Alan Lazard. Who are you looking at now? Uh, so I'm looking at a QB three here. It's between Jared Goff and Daniel Jones. And that's fairly easy for me. Uh, I'm going to go Daniel Jones. I think Ooh. the Giants offense is going to be better. And he's shown actually pretty good rushing ability. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go there for my QB three. Yeah. You got him super late too, man. I, I, uh, I drafted him like three rounds above before this and uh, in, in our last draft. And I love Daniel Jones as a QB three. Honestly, I almost took him over, over Tannehill. Uh, look, a couple of good stats about Daniel Jones while you're thinking about your next pick. Uh, first of all, Dayball's coming in, obviously gonna hopefully do what he did with Josh Allen and fix some of those inaccuracy issues and, uh, you know, build an offense that complements him very well. He has the easiest. And of course, this is a little hard to dice out right now. We don't know the defenses exactly for next season, but, uh, based off of last year's defenses, he has the easiest quarterback schedule, uh, in fantasy. So he has the most quarterback friendly schedule in all of fantasy, I think he's honestly going to kill it this year. And if he doesn't, then it's a dumb, you know, that, you know, you need to start looking for a guy right away. It's not going to be one of these things you have to wait for three years and pass on a good uh, quarterback option in the rookie draft. So um, I, I love Daniel Jones as a, as a quarterback three. So love that pick. Uh, Nate. Oh, sorry. You have another pick. Who are you, who are you looking at next? Uh, you kind of turned me on to him on the last episode. I'm going David Njoku. Nice. Uh, he's one of the most athletic tight ends. Like him and George Kittle are up there for me as top two or three as far as athleticism goes and run after catch. So I'm going to go there as my uh, second tight end. 100%, man. And, you know, uh, he got paid. He got paid a lot yep. of money. He's like one of the top five. I, it might still – I don't know if some other guys have gotten signed since he got signed. But when he got signed, he was a t he was paid like a type, top five tight end. So, uh, Nate, you're pounding your fist. Uh, what's going on, my friend? I've been sniped again. <laughs> oh man, uh, I have high hopes for Khalil Herbert this year, and he went right before me at the fourteen oh four. Them bringing in, I believe his name is Luke Getze, um, their new offensive coordinator for the Bears, came over from the Packers. Uh, I think they could end up using him and David Montgomery a little bit more like Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, do a little bit more of a you know split backfield type deal. So Khalil Herbert has a lot more value than people think this year. However, he has been taken, and a guy that would be wrestling with him anyway for this spot, so I'm still happy to get him, is Mr. Kenny Gainwell, a guy I've been high on for a long time, especially in PPR leagues. Give me Gainwell. You, that was the guy that I was going to take over Zamir that I said might fall to me, so I should have known better. <laughs> should have known better that Nate was going to take him. But my value pick from the last episode that Josh joined us for is on the board right now. I'm going to take him especially because it stacks with my quarterback one, Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking Marquez Valdez. So, uh, Mr. MVS, you are now on my team as my wide receiver five. Um, at this point, my roster's pretty well filled out. I'm, I'm pretty much just going to be taking best player available uh, or, you know, somebody that I feel like has really fallen off and is a good value here. Um, who... 
you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. This is an imaginary league and this, these guys would have already been <laughs> taken by now. Um, you know, this is the 15th round. So most of the time starting quarterbacks aren't, aren't sticking around, but I'm going to take a fourth starting quarterback just because even though this league doesn't exist, what I'm going to do here is trade my quarterback three or four, uh, for some value to some sucker that didn't draft enough quarterbacks. So I'm going to take Baker Mayfield, take the shot, see what he can do at Carolina. He's, he's pretty much going to be a starter. And, uh, you know, if he, if he has a good couple of first weeks, I can sell him for a high price. So uh, that's what I do in real life. I know it's a little weird cause I know I'm never going to need to trade these guys, but, uh, having four quarterbacks and super flex is never a, a bad problem to have. So, uh, Nate back to you. Uh, look, I, you know, I would have taken a different quarterback there. I probably would take Jared Goff. But I like the idea for sure because, um, I mean, Team 5 uh, took seven wide receivers out of the yeah. first eight picks, and uh, took, they currently only have Kenny Pickett and Davis Mills. So I feel like you can get yourself a solid receiver for a starting quarterback there. So good move, sir. Um, man, it's come back around to me. A guy I was really hoping was going to fall uh, went not long after your pick, Josiah Jarvis Landry. I had my eye on him, was really hoping he'd come back to this pick. Uh, however, this is the nice thing about receivers is there's still a ton of good ones left. And I have got to go with, you know, what? I'm going to go with Mr. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Because I already have Amari Cooper. There's been some real positive stuff about him and Deshaun Watson's connection. And, uh, you know, it gives me that stack, a little bit of security. If one goes down, the other will succeed. So I will get, uh, you know, old DPJ there. I like it. Very, very, very good move. I've been high on DPJ since he came out. He hasn't quite fulfilled the potential I wanted him to to this point. But, yeah, the the news with him and Deshaun, uh, you know, I'm still a little ambivalent as a Browns fan. But, you know, I if, if Deshaun can make DPJ be a thing, then I'll like him at least a little bit more. So, uh, Josh, where are you at? Um, I was looking at another tight end. I don't really want Evan Ingram on any of my teams anymore. <laughs> um yeah. so i'm i think i'm gonna go robert tanyan's injury scare me i'm gonna go brevin jordan i love That's it it's a nice tight end three especially dynasty it's a nice early shot for upside mm-hmm. uh and then running back i'm gonna go with a rookie running back who i think will pl- get some playing time early tyler Beatty mm-hmm. with dobbins and gus i think they'll be fine to start the year but i think they'll be eased in so i think there's plenty of opportunities for him to get some carries and he might look really good in preseason and knock gus edwards out of a job not all together but you know both of us us were decently high i think i had him ranked a little bit higher but tyler Beatty was one of my favorite underrated running backs out of this Mm -hmm. last rookie class i loved his film loved what he did at missouri i mean he was just putting up huge numbers on sec defenses you know multiple seasons so uh, he's a little undersized. That's the only negative thing I'll say about him. But I, I think he, you know, he's a guy like Elijah Mitchell that his talent can, uh, and he runs hard enough that he can kind of overcome that and going against SEC defenses has prepared him for the NFL as much as anybody. So I think, uh, you know, that'll, I think that's a good pick there. Uh, Nate, it's back to you. We've talked through a minute of your time. So uh, who are you looking at? Sorry, it's been a common theme this draft. So I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make sure there's a receiver. I'm still eyeballing that. I don't want to fall, but I need to go ahead and get a tight end too. I've been kicking it, kicking that can down the street. I am going to go ahead and take the tight end that is going to take Alberto Kuebunam's job and may already have. It is Greg Dolchich. 
a guy I've been high on uh, since before the combine. He's, he's a really good receiving weapon, and uh, I think he's going to do well. Very nice. I'm very mad because I wanted Tunyon as my tight end three, and that Ooh. is not going to be the case. But instead, I'm going to go with Gerald Everett going in there with the the Chargers. I think I don't expect huge things, but as a tight end three, he's somebody I can plug in and, you know, 10 points is not an impossibility. So uh, I'm happy for that. Uh, you know, it could end up being better. You know, Jared Cook did have some good games with, uh, with um, Justin Herbert last year. So he's been known to make an old tight end uh, still have a little bit of juice left in him. So. All right, I'm looking um, at this point. I'm just going best player available in my mind. Uh, well, these are our last two picks, by the way, people. If you're like, God, these names are getting rough. Well, how long are they going to go? We got two, two, two more picks. So I uh, got to make them count. Um, mm. <laughs> Tough picking right now. There's been a little bit of hype, and honestly, I do think that he's gonna. He is the most talented receiver for his new team, which is the Patriots. Uh, I'm gonna get who I'm hoping is gonna be Mac Jones' number one receiver, and get Devonte Parker. Son of a bitch! Is that who you're hoping would fall? Yes. <laughs> yes. Had to uh, had to snipe you one time. Yeah, I think uh, especially like he he's going to be getting some touchdowns this year. I think he's going to be their number one red zone threat. Him and Hunter Henry. And this is the seventeenth damn round. Like, what is he doing here? Like, yeah, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, if I didn't need a tight end two at the last round, I probably would have snagged him. But um, good, really good pick there. I honestly thought you were gearing up to say Tyquan Thornton. Because he was like oh, rated higher and everything. Like, <laughs> you, no, you're really leading into that. I, bu- I thought the same thing. Oh no. uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> Dang, you suck, man. Uh, <laughs> that is not ideal. However, I'm gonna pick a guy that could and also end up being the wide receiver one on that team, and it is also not Tyquan Thornton. I'll go ahead and take Kendrick Bourne. Uh, yeah, that's who, that's who I was gonna take. Uh, I'm I'm glad I sniped somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pay it forward. Yeah. All right. We just like, right, how many quarterbacks have gone in this round so far? One, two, three. Oh yeah, for yeah all <laughs> yeah this seven, is crazy. Seven run uh, quarterbacks in this round. Yeah, all the leftover quarterbacks. They're like, we got to <laughs> get them drafted. But yeah, um, besides Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, not all of and, them. And team five gets Jared Goff. All right, they got no quarterback worries. Your trade hopes are shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, they got their quarterback three pretty late. Yeah, done. If that would only happen in real drafts, uh, <laughs> but yeah. All right, Josh. Last two picks coming around the bend one more time. Uh, uh, I'm looking to double up on wide receiver. We got right. Tim, Tim Patrick. Nice, nice. He's one of the most surefire handcuffs as far as wide receivers go. Mm-hmm. And he was better in the red zone last year than Judy and uh, Sutton were, although Judy Sutton wasn't was necessarily injured. healthy. Yeah, yeah neither one were fully healthy. Yeah, yeah. But he did get a lot more red zone looks and was able to separate. And then I'm going to go Nico Collins. Ooh. Uh, another good young player. And with Mechie out this year, he's just going to get even more opportunities. We did a rock, paper, scissors snipe. I sniped Nate, Nate sniped Josh, and Josh, Josh sniped me. So uh, I guess, I don't know. It's a snipe from the opposite end of the round. But, you know, I wanted Nico, so good pick there. With Mechie going down, it looks like he is pretty much locked in to be the wide receiver, too, in that offense. Yep. So uh, I like it a lot. So, all right, Nate, who are you looking at? 
you know, this is the 18th round, last pick of this draft. I, you know, I've taken Deshaun Watson. So with my final pick, I'm going to take Jacoby Brissett. Nice. Very nice. I like it. All right. Very last, second to last pick of the draft. Um, I can really go anywhere here. I'm just going to see if there's any body that stands out to me. And there isn't. <laughs> um, I'm going to take a young guy. <laughs> yeah, here, let me scroll down. Sometimes the receivers, they got some mistakes going on. Uh, this is rough. I know this your is- age self isn't going to take Velas Jones. This is terrible podcasting, but you know, I, I'm still not super locked in. I feel like with my tight ends at this point, there is one tight end that I feel like has a chance to be a startable option week to week for me. And it's Hayden Hurst going in for Cincinnati. Uh, that's gonna, you don't even have any more picks. Why are you flicking me off? <laughs> I can't even snipe you anymore. So I'm just going to take Hayden Hurst for the heck of it. Just cause uh, I definitely have the weakest tight end room of the, of the three of us. So uh, I'm going to try to share that up just a little bit there. So uh, we've completed our draft here. 18 picks. Of course, most dynasty drafts we do are 25 to 30 picks. So we didn't go as deep into some of these real deep, deep names that you really don't care to hear about. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, let's all just go and recap our teams here and uh, just kind of talk about what we like, what we don't like. Uh, Nate, why don't we start with you? Yeah. we. I mean, 18 rounds, our feet definitely ain't touching the bottom at this point. So um <laughs> Yeah, what was your question, Josiah? Repeat. <laughs> you recap your team. Talk about your team, what you oh, like yeah. about it. No, strength. my team's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Break <laughs> it down by position. Yeah, so real quick, just running it down. Uh, I got Deshaun Watson in the second, so my quarterbacks are him, Mac Jones, Kirk Cousin, and then Jacoby Brissett just to possibly fill in. So um, I feel like that's pretty secure. You know, I may have to wait on my best quarterback a little bit, but I'm okay with that. Um, you know, I tried to make this team a little bit on the younger side. So if Deshaun Watson doesn't come on until next year, then I'm still set up to win next year. Um, uh, for my running backs, I got Najee Harris in the first, Cam Akers in the third. And uh, followed that up with Brian Robinson, Daryl Henderson, Kenneth Gainwell. So uh, normally I have a little bit better as far as like, you know, maybe one more running back or a little bit better RB3. So, um, you know, I might try to trade a receiver to make that happen or whatnot. But, uh, you know, I still feel really comfortable with that. But uh, if Brian Robinson does take a little time to get going with, which, of course, if Antonio Gibson keeps having injury, hamstring injuries, it won't take long. But I might need to shore that up. Uh, wide receiver is just really deep for me. I don't have any of the top studs. But, I mean, in my opinion, Higgins is a stud, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, uh, Kadarius Tony. Uh, Alec Pierce so got a lot of depth going down the board and then I'm not lacking too bad at tight end so TJ Hawkinson followed up by Greg Dolchich um, you know I feel pretty good about that duo so a guy for the future and a guy that is also for the future before the now so what are y'all's thoughts on my team is the more important question yeah I definitely like your starting lineup definitely the running back depth is, is a little bit of a looks like an issue for me but as far as your wide receivers i like your core you have some a nice combination of some older guys that are going to definitely score you points this year but also some good young upside guys um and you know those young guys are going to score you points this year as well it's not like they're not so um yeah i definitely you know i don't think you have a lot of holes on your team really just that that running back depth but uh you know if you're right about brian robinson then definitely it's going to end up looking better than than you know i think it looks at the moment so uh 
yeah, uh, I think running backs went a little bit quicker than most of the drafts we've been in. So mm-hmm. I think both of us, all probably all three of us were bitten by that a little bit, but, uh, but Josh, you definitely had running backs covered. That's one, that's one position. Definitely you got covered. So let's hear your team and, uh, hear your, also hear your thoughts on Nate's team. If, if you'd like to. Yeah. I, I love Nate's wide receivers. Uh, I wish maybe I'd have one more tied in before Dolchich or just another one had three solid options. But, I mean, the running back depth is a little scary to me because yeah. two of those are good starters. Robinson's a goal line back starting out. Yeah. But with Gibson's injury history and his fumbling, you know, he could very well turn out to be a home run. Uh, and just having Deshaun Watson as well as two very good starting quarterbacks, like this definitely sets you up for later in the year a playoff run or next year. Mm-hmm. So I – actually really like the team uh as far as mine i always try and draft running back heavy Mm -hmm. uh they tend to get injured more so i was very happy to get mccaffrey and swift i think it's two uh rb ones top 12 uh waited on quarterback but i was happy to get fields and uh tua uh my receivers, I'm actually very happy with. I only regret one pick. I wish I had looked a little more and picked Kadarius Tony over Jahan Dotson, but I'm not going to complain about that in Dynasty. Um, yeah, besides that, I think I did pretty well on my other picks. I got pretty good depth at all positions, I feel like. What well, do you guys who think? Are, who are your tight ends? Uh, I got Schultz and Joku and Brevin Jordan. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a solid trio there. So, yeah, I like your team a lot. You definitely have the – I mean, Nate has a very solid running back core, but your depth uh, along with the elite options you have is just nasty, just de- definitely something to be feared. Um, and uh, as far as your receivers, you have, uh, let's see, Waddle, um, Brandon Cooks, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jahan Dotson. So, yeah, I think you, you got some good options there, most of them young. Uh, but, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown – uh, I think he's, I love Amon Ross St. Brown. He's a player I like anyways, but especially for this season, like I know he's young, so people don't necessarily consider him a win now, but like while Jamison Williams still isn't there, he's going to eat, you know what I mean? He's going to be the clear number one option. Uh, so, and you know, it looks like Jameson Williams, uh, recent reports have made it look like he might, he could miss all of the first season, if not maybe yep. most of it. So, uh, I love him on Ross St. Brown. Definitely. Um, uh, like the Jahan Dotson pick. Yeah. I think you're pretty solid. I mean, I think, um, uh, all around, not, not too many holes really just, uh, I think the receivers could be a little bit better. They aren't necessarily bad, but you know, Jalen Waddle, we'll see how much he's affected with Tyreek Hill being here, but that's the only thing that can maybe hold you back from running, winning right away. But the thing is your running backs are going to make up for that in your flex spots and everything. So, uh, I think it's a really solid team for sure. Nate, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are if this was a real league that we would make some sort of trade, you know, maybe yep. Darius Tony for Leonard Fournette, yep. you know, something like that. Uh, yeah, we, we would figure that out for sure. Cause uh, I think you yep. would like to add a receiver. I'd like to add a running back. So, um, you know, the only other thing I would say on your team is you, you know, quarterback, you've definitely gone young, which I like that. Uh, it, it does bring a little bit of uncertainty with fields and Tua. Um, but if both of those guys hit, then you're set up, really well for the future and you also have daniel jones but you know all three of those guys kind of have question marks so i would like to have maybe like one of those quarterbacks be like a safe like kirk cousins Derek carr type guy um but other than that i really i like your team a lot appreciate it yeah you definitely swung for the fences of the quarterbacks and uh 
you know, Justin Fields is one of the biggest gambles you can make, uh, you know, this year. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. But uh, all right, for my team, I got my very first dynasty share of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, it's not that I hate Patrick Mahomes. It's just I, I would take Josh Allen above him, and I never get the 102. And uh, it just that's pretty much Patrick Mahomes always goes at the 101 and the one or the 102. So the times I've had the 101, I go Josh Allen, and I never have the 102. So I'm happy to finally get him. I also have Trey Lance, which is obviously another one of these big upside swings. Uh, but I really do trust Kyle Shanahan to, to, you know, make the quarterback that he spent three first round draft picks on, you know, be a viable long-term quarterback. And yeah, it might be a slow beginning. I don't deny that he has been off the field for about two, two years now, but uh, you know, I, I, I fully trust in his ability, fully trust in Kyle Shanahan to, I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously I think Trey Lance is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. And if, if uh, you know, Shanahan can do what he did with Garoppolo, I think Lance, uh, you know, might, might not be right away, but within a season or two, we'll be winning a lot of games. So, um, and then uh, I have Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback three there. So I really like my, my quarterback core. Obviously I have, complete locked in with Patrick Mahomes. And then, you know, if, uh, if Trey Lance doesn't turn out, I have Ryan Tannehill and I also drafted Baker Mayfield. So really just, I'm completely set at this position. Uh, that's something I always like to do. I probably, the way you value running backs, Josh is probably the way I value quarterbacks in in dynasty. So, uh, you know, these are the guys that are going to be here for 10, 15 years that you can have on your squad forever. So, um, but yeah, so next at running back, it's definitely my weakest position. A little bit of uncertainty here. I almost went zero RB. I waited to the fifth round, but I got JK Dobbins in the fifth, which he wouldn't be going in the fifth. If there wasn't injury concerns at all, he'd be going where cam Akers is and where all those other like stud young running backs are going. So happy to get JK. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, and then AJ Dillon, I still really like Aaron Jones, but I do think the future has AJ Dillon's name on it. And uh, I think for, for dynasty, he's definitely the Packers running back that I would, I would rather have. And we, he showed great pass catching ability last year, something I didn't expect out of a, you know, big bruising back like him. So uh, I'm excited about that as my RB two in dynasty. And then I got Kareem hunt, Zamir white, um, and that's it. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, I didn't draft a lot of running backs. I might need to add one more running back to this team, but I like the guys I have. All the guys I think have some nice dynasty upside. Um, at receiver, I am absolutely stacked. I think among us three, I definitely went most receiver heavy. Uh, I got Debo Samuel, Michael Pittman, Chris Olave, Cortland Sutton, uh, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Devontae Parker. So all of those guys, I feel like I can start on a week-to-week basis. Like, I feel like I can literally plug every single one of those guys in right away. Even guys like Chris Olave, um, my rookie. And, uh, and you know, that's one thing I always try to draft. This is one thing I've been doing. I always try to get at least one of these rookie wide receivers, these like top five or six rookie wide receivers uh, from this class on a team. Cause I do think this is a special receiver class and Chris Olave is a big part of that. Um, so really having my receivers and then uh, a tight end here, a little bit weaker, but Cole Komet is, could be the most targeted pass catching option in on the bears offense. Honestly. Uh, I mean, Mooney's Mooney gets these deep ball passes. He doesn't, he's not a guy that's getting 10 targets a game. And, and uh, Cole Komet had like 92 targets last year, which is just a ridiculous amount for now. 
he had like a 50 something percent catch rate or 60 percent catch rate because a lot of the passes were uncatchable or you know things like that so the, that was the downside of that but he was very highly targeted so i think he he definitely has a chance to be if not the one the two in that in that offense uh as it stands currently uh, i got albert okawebenam and Gerald Everett, as well as Hayden Hurst to kind of fill that out. And uh, just in case, you know, a little bit of risk with all these guys, but I think I can find at least two of these guys that I can start on a week-to-week basis. So uh, what are y'all's thoughts about my team? Josh, I'll start with you. Um, I mean, I think you know my f- first thing would be I would probably draft a few more running backs, but there's still plenty of rounds to take shots on some younger guys uh, since we only did 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it were me, I would have picked James Conner over – AJ Dillon, there is touchdown regression coming for Connor, but still, they're I think they were eighth in red zone carries. Um, that's that's the only thing I would have done different. Besides that, I love your team. I love your receivers. I'm by far the highest on Chris Olave that I've seen around. Uh, so I love that pick. And all your receivers are good. And your quarterbacks, you're set. Your Trey Lance bust. You, you've got three other options, two other options. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, man. No, I appreciate it. No, I definitely, I, I think you're right. I didn't quite realize I only had four running uh, running backs. I think I thought I had five, but, um, but yeah, you know, normally we'd have a couple extra rounds, so I'm blaming it, I'm blaming it on that. Well, but, running uh, backs also flew off the board in this more than they would. So they really a little, did. It was a little the, weird. I the computer is the computers. They didn't value quarterbacks quite as much as you normally see in Superflex, And so Absolutely. running, I mean like Derrick Henry and like, Alvin, like a lot of good guys like that went two rounds ahead of where we've been seeing them go in our drafts. So, I mean, those uh, super flexes I've done recently, Kirk cousins has gone in the third, uh, you know, Zach Wilson, fifth, sixth, Matt Ryan in the fourth and supposedly 11th. So just, it's a little wonky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Matt Ryan in the fourth. That is that's quite early. I would yeah. I, I usually I think he's typically going like the sixth, seventh, uh and, and draft some in. But yeah, no, definitely this draft, definitely running backs inflated, quarterbacks deflated. Yeah. Uh, but uh but yeah, so uh yeah, Nate, what are your thoughts on my team? I know you love love Trey Lance, but what about the rest of it? Mr. Completing fifty percent of his passes in practice. Um yeah, I uh I, I like obviously I love having Mahomes as your one. He's my QB one in all of Dynasty, so you're secure there. You got Ryan Tannehill, I like him too. So Baker, he's got a second shot at life, so we'll see what happens. But um, you should be all right there if Trey Lance just doesn't turn out. Um, you know, I you know you ragged on my running backs, but I'd say you're a little less secure than I am because at least I have like Harris and Acres and a couple of guys that are you know Akers. your top your top running backs are definitely better than mine, no doubt. Yeah, if JK was healthy. Um, you know, if JK and Zeus were both like healthy and running around right now, I'd feel a little bit better, but um, you still have Kareem Hunt. I think that's a really good RB three to have. Yep. So, um, so yeah, a little bit weaker there. And then, um, yeah, I, I like your receivers. I know I'm not quite as high as Debo, but I think you got a bunch of other really good guys. And um, Cole Komet is just like, you know, that tight end, if this was, you know, tight end premium, I don't think we are drafting that way, but um, might be hurting a little bit. And even still like, uh, according to my rankings, he was in points per game last year. He was uh, tied in 23 in points per game, uh, averaging about like 7.1 points or so. In well, it was his rookie seat. He barely got any playing time to begin the year. He kind of came hey, out at the end. But as a Notre Dame guy, I love Cole Komet. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, fair enough. I, know, I mean, Notre Dame consistently puts out solid tight ends. That's one thing they can do. 
He's um, one of the better ones I've seen. So I think he's going to have a huge year. I love that. Yeah, pick yeah. For you in tenth round. No, yeah, yeah. I like him, but no, fair enough. I think your criticism is fair. And that my position overall is weak for sure. So. Well, and the main thing is he didn't have any touchdowns. Right. And that's, he's just on a crappy offense with, you know, Justin Fields throwing in the ball. I'm not high on. So, um, you know, the one thing is he did get targeted a bunch, like you said, and he did have over 600 receiving yards. Um, he was he's actually a tight end 12 in total receiving yardage. So definitely has the ability once he gets the balls in his hands. But um, yeah, would just need to see a little more of it. And then, oh, you, you took a Albert O like two spots ahead of Irv Smith. And I definitely would have gone with Irv Smith at that spot. Oh, Albert O has already done more on the field than Irv Smith. I mean, what? Albert, o, Albert O outplayed Fant last year when he was on the field. Yeah, I, I mean, fair. I, I've never I'm not seen, too worried about Dolphins. I've never seen Irv Smith like. I mean, be a really consistent. But I know he's young. He's athletic. He's had a lot of, of hype on him. But I mean, he's been uh, injured. I think. Yeah, so I think he, a lot hasn't of it, he hasn't been healthy. But he's finished as. Um, yeah, as tight end. And these are injured, but yeah, 90, 98 and 78. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 23 and 34. That's what it was. That seemed quite low. Uh, 23 <laughs> and 34. Many tight ends in the league. Of the seasons um, he's played. So yeah, I, I'm not high on Irv Smith, but I know a lot of people are, but I'd, I'd definitely rather, I stand by that pick. I'd rather have Alberto for sure. Well, Fellas, we completed a nice mock draft. It didn't take nearly as long when it's just us three and it's not all these other suckers across the world fucking taking hours hours to pick. So so that's nice that this didn't take a week out of our lives. But uh, this is our last Dynasty episode, guys. We're moving into redraft. Nate and I are going to have to rewire our brain. Josh, I know you've kind of already started on the redraft uh, train I've seen on Twitter. So you've already kind of, you probably felt like, going back to dynasty and doing this draft was rewiring your brain, but uh, you know, it's hard to go back and forth. So we appreciate you for doing so. We're going to have to have brain surgery uh, between this episode and the next uh, to rewire, get ready for redraft. So, uh, but we, we appreciate you coming back and having another episode with us, bud. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I think the bigger shift and the biggest one for me is shifting from super flex to one QB. Try not to reach on a quarterback. Oh yeah, I a don't lot even, of redraft leagues are just one QB. At least the ones I play in. Yeah, I don't even play. I I I refuse to play anything other than Superflex at this yeah. point. I literally don't play anything other than Superflex. So so yeah, I mean, I would. I will say there's like big like if I got into the Scott Fish and uh, you know <laughs> things things like um, there's a you know the fantasy footballers Megalobole, uh the, theirs is the one QB. So I'll do I'll do it when necessary. But if I'm like starting a league or you know, joining a league, it's with, with guys, it's, it's gotta be super flex for me. So that is one thing I don't really have to worry about. You know, maybe we should have more one QB content, but, but I just, yeah, I, we, we're trying to make that a thing of the past. So, well, that's only a redraft thing I've seen, you know, like ESPN and Yahoo basic is just quarterback. Right. Now the first like five or six years, I think I played fantasy. It was typically one QB and then we changed it to super flex in our main uh, home redraft league. And then it was just like, all right, this is way better. And quarterbacks are valued the way they should be. So, you know, I, uh, I I like it for that, but fair enough. Uh, One QB is definitely still a big, big way that people play. So it's good that you touch on that. It's good that you have content for that. So respect for you covering all your bases. Uh, Nate, you got anything to add? 
I think I'm all done here, but uh, looking forward to another week of training camp, see what news pops up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Finally training camp is back. Even the little stupid news. It's just, it's good to have football news again. It's good to have football players on the field watching footballs being thrown and, you know, pushing guys up too high when we see a catch being caught in practice, you know, it's, it's part of the process. It's good fun. The league is literally like five weeks away from we're having football on our, on our televisions, I believe. So we're, we're very close to being there. Uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, but yeah, um, real quick, Josh, if you'll just, uh, give, give a nice little shout out, should have done this at the beginning of the episode, but just, uh, tell everybody where to find you. Yeah, you can find me at Rotonaut on Twitter, also at goingfor2.com. Uh, I have all my rankings for Dynasty and Redraft. And uh, hopefully there will be some future live shows that I'll be uh, working on and co-hosting. So uh, that will be all ongoing for 2 Live, which is on Spotify. Uh, and also, I'm just ready to start day drinking on Sundays again and have an excuse for it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. I'm not – I don't have a problem. I watch football. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's 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 what we need to tell our, our ladies. But, uh, but yeah, well, uh, I appreciate you for joining us again, Josh. We're, we're always happy to have you. You have some really cool yeah. opinions. You agree with Nate some. You agree with me some. So I think you're, you're a good little tiebreaker for us. Uh, but, uh, yeah, unless uh, you guys have anything else to add, uh, we can go ahead and close out. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, comment all the things that we need you to do on Spotify or uh, Apple podcast, whatever you're listening to this on. Uh, we really appreciate that and reach out, you know, uh, tell us what you think about our, our teams. Uh, you know, some of the picks we made, anything like that. We're always happy to hear some feedback. So we appreciate every single one of you listening. Thank you for rocking with us this long uh, for Josh and Nate. This is Josiah fantasy dogs out. Out.